welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson, out here in the middle of nowhere doing my social distance thing. But hey, you can always talk to me. Um, we're in our March Madness, kind of more ways than one. And I just have one little uh, bone to pick with all you people that are participating and participating that are doing the uh, Race Radness 2020 from Adventure Enablers. It's like everybody gets lost. That's no big deal. But losing your passport, that was that's the one you should have voted for. So all of you people that voted for being lost, you're already on my bad list. Anyway, I'm still doing pretty good in my bracket. I think I'm like... As of yesterday, I was 24 for 32, so um, eat it. Anyway, let's uh, get on with this. Hopefully, you can maybe get out and um, listen to this while you're outside. If you turn it up real loud, then nobody will come near you. So that's a win for social distancing. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Go fast. Um, take chances, but not around other people right now. So, all right. Peace out. Bye. Mr. Glenn, are you there? Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Not too bad. Trying to survive. I was going to say going stir crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to. I've been working at home (laughs) for a week and a half now and. We've got a four-year-old who uh, is an additional full-time job, so there's yeah. A, so there's a lot you don't going have on. Any, yeah. <laughs> so are you are you guys allowed to get outside? Yeah, we're allowed out. They just uh, the state of Pennsylvania just put a a, a, a stay-at-home uh, order, or uh, the county did, I guess, just a couple days ago, but. It specifically allows for travel to exercise as long as you socially distance. Yeah, that's not bad. Then at least you can at least you don't feel like a total lawbreaker when you're outside. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can walk <laughs> and run, but I can't do much else. Yeah. So, are you actually teaching too while you're at home? Um, yeah, we are. I'm, ex- I'm I'm trying to figure out how to become a full time cyber school teacher. Uh, while while teaching full time on cyber school, uh, it's uh, it's a bit of a learning process. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I have I, I have less work to do. Um, like like it's I'm not doing as much, but I'm more tired, and somehow I'm doing more. That makes sense. Like there's just it's like a never yeah. ending, a, a never ending stream of emails from kids and requirements i've got to meet it's just a lot of stuff going on yeah and and you can't you get an email and they're asking you a question and you have to figure out the answer so I'll, i think that makes it hard yes yeah, you can't a, you, you just don't have the experience to say well this is how you do it oh uh, yeah exactly it's not an easy process um, and so. teaching and teaching math over email is about the hardest thing i've ever done so <laughs> yeah i was uh not a math person so i'd really be screwed <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tough. So, do you do like? Are you doing Zoom? 
That's our new buzzword, yeah, right? Or... Yeah, yeah. We're doing a lot of Zoom meetings. I uh, I spend four hours a day sitting at my computer with a Zoom meeting open, waiting for kids to hop into this meeting and ask me questions. Um, huh. Which yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and are they? Are they? Are uh, they? Uh, yeah, like. Are they serious or are they just joking around and um, happy to be out of school? Uh. Most of the kids are pretty serious. The the population that I teach is pretty uh, is pretty academic. Um, so mm-hmm. like like I I probably spent an hour and a half two hours today talking to kids like actually answering questions. Wow, so, which is which is well, a nice cool. break from yeah it's a break from what I do yeah. most of the time. Yeah, it it it's kind of fascinating to me because quite honestly nothing has changed here. Um, really, you know. Well, we don't have any neighbors because we're in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so we can go out anytime we want. You know, I work by myself with nobody around, so, you know, work's not a big deal. You know, Paulette's, you know, seeing uh, the people she needs to evaluate, and they're considered essential because it's, you know, VA and disability. So, you know, and she has to take precautions anyway. Yeah. So it's... it's uh, my biggest problem so far is I needed a dust mask because I was going to do some insulating, and there are none. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> so, that, that, that's true. Even out there, so there I are grabbed, dust masks. Yeah, so I grabbed two buffs and put over my face and uh, call it good. Uh, uh, that's good. That's ingenuity. So you do what you do. And I'm not doing a lot of it. So, um, yeah, so it's uh, we're a little bit isolated out here. I'm not, I'm not even sure that there's a – anybody has tested positive here yet really so yeah well I guess that's the, a good thing. the joys of living where nobody else does yeah oh my goodness yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah the so here. yeah so are you getting to do, you know you get out but are you on a trainer are you doing anything inside um yeah i i i ride the trainer when i can it's pretty i have a pretty low-tech yeah. home setup um yeah so I just like like I've been trying to ride it around lunchtime when I have like an hour from work or ride in the evenings. Um, I, you know, get out and run when I can. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a, like being being at home all day. There's surprisingly very little time to do that. Yes, I back long long time ago when I was you know doing construction and bike racing. You know, we'd get some time off. You know, because that's the way construction is and. First thing you know, it's like six o'clock at night, and you haven't done anything. Yeah, it's like, well, I had all day. Why didn't I do something? I know. Yeah, it is. It is bizarre how little time I have when I haven't <laughs> left my. I haven't left my house since Sunday, and wow. I have. And I have like yeah. no time. Yeah. So. So like, shortages or are things starting to come back a little uh, bit normal? Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, huh? Yeah, we're you're you're not uh, cutting up your leather jackets, making no, bandages yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Give so, it time. Uh, so, are you playing uh, March Madness with Adventure Enablers? I'm trying to. Yeah, I am. I'm trying to. Uh, trying to to. When I wasn't happy with today's voting, I was hoping. Uh, hoping hoping uh, some things would fall in my favor, but. Mm. I've still got, I've still got some big players left. Yeah, some big I'm teams. 
I'm going to brag, which will be my downfall, but I'm 15 of 16 so far. Ooh, that's good so far. <laughs> yeah. My I, only downfall was I, I, I would have thought uh, ascending is much more fun than rappelling. Ah, I see, yeah. But <laughs> it is, but I guess people are lazy. So, do uh, yeah, you exactly. who's your uh, who's your uh, final winner? Uh, orienteering. Huh? Okay. Uh, I'm pack We'll see if that makes it there. Pack yeah. Okay, yeah. I I don't mind pack so I, I, uh, Yeah, I have pack rafting going up against um, lost passport. Oh, I do have I do have lost passport in the final four. That so. is uh, that is by far the worst of all hazardous situations. I think so. My biggest fear. <laughs> Although I complained about there was no uh, running into media under the hazardous situation. Media. Yeah. <laughs> I so. guess that. I guess that's hazardous. Yeah, you never know. You might. You might uh, think you're not lost anymore. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so what's? Do you have any idea where? What you're going to be able to do later this year, race wise? No, uh, no, because no, <laughs> I, uh, because I kept I kept thinking, well, at least that'll be there, and then uh, yeah, it seems like things have gotten ticked off. There was a Rootstock's Crooked Compass in a couple of weeks, and that got canceled. Um, the or I guess yeah. postponed, not canceled. Um, the Epic is getting moved. That was next on my list. Um, I had, I was actually planning on uh, designing uh, a sprint race for goals the second weekend of May, but um, that got canceled. I'm not sure if, if you heard um, Bill Gimmons, the uh, founder and president, passed away about yeah, three, four weeks ago, um, right before the CDC, actually. I found out when I was down there. Um so we put that on hold to begin with, and then with the whole situation developing, it's probably for the best anyway. Um, yeah. I'm still still holding out hope that the two rivers might sneak in at the end of May, uh, Rootstock's 36-hour mm. race. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of the thing because it could be back to normal by then, but you need to know that it's going to be normal way before that, so... Yeah, it's a. This is becoming a bizarre season. I'm glad. I'm very happy to see the C got got in when it did. Um, yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel like it, but it was only about a week before things went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, we came home, and I mean, I I came home feeling like I've been at a race, and then in airports. Yeah. So you know, who knows what that really is? Because that's kind of the way it always is. That's true. When yeah. You fly and then do that stuff, and um, so yeah. So I had something. Who knows what? You got but, something, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's also something that I've had before. So okay. I kind of figure it's just whatever, whatever normal bug I get. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so yeah, so you're not really looking any farther ahead than, than yeah, uh, in next few months. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping at least we're able to get in like August, September. Um, yeah. And I heard a rumor about things slowing down again in the fall, but. I, uh, so, yeah. I don't know. So apparently, yeah, 
hot weather's not good for it. Maybe it'll stay hot forever. Yeah. I'd, well, I'd yeah. settle for a little hot right now. We've got more snow coming down right now. We, we are, we've had the warmest winter I've ever seen. We didn't have any snow. Wow. Uh, which is... I would have traded you. Yeah, which is... Uh, it was it was, it was was bizarre. Never, never really got that cold and never really snowed. Huh. So, I can kind of handle this snow because I know it's going to be 60 by the weekend, but it's still, it's like, come on, I want some <laughs> yeah. sunshine. <laughs> yeah. But, so... At least you got one good race in. Yeah, one, and it was pretty good. <laughs> it worked out well. <laughs> so, so how did you uh, end up with with uh, you know where you were with your guys? Say it again. So, how did you end up? You're so you're kind of you know starting a new team, basically, right? Oh with, yeah, with yeah, yeah, team? exactly. I um. I mean, it must have been sometime in, I think, like, November. Um, I got an email from Cliff and Kate just asking if I'd be interested to do a couple of races um, this this year. Um, they, they had some, some new goals as a team to be more competitive and more consistent and score some USIRA points. And um, at that point, I was thinking I'd be doing um, – you know, some racing with my goals teammates and some racing with Strong Machine. And um, as as we started to fill out a calendar, uh, Strong Machine did the – it just kind of presented there were a lot of races that were, that were available. I, um, you know, Cliff had asked me a couple of times about the C2C, uh, all mm-hmm. of the expedition races, which seem like they're getting canceled now, yeah. fell at really bad times during the school year. Um, yeah. it's tough to get time off. Uh, I get three vacation days a year. Um, and I use them all to go to the CDC. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so it was, um, it, it just, it just fit perfectly being a short race that I could get to in one day. And, you know, I, I flew home on Sunday and I was standing in my classroom at seven o'clock the next morning. Uh, but it really, you know, fit, fit perfectly in the schedule and, um, the team dynamic ended up being perfect. I know uh, Cliff and Kate had been looking for, you know, racers with similar mindsets and similar goals, and uh, the three of us really seemed to have the same the, the same ideas going into the race. So it kind of worked out perfectly for us. Yeah. Did you guys, were you, had any of you raced together before or at races together, or how uh, well did you know each I, other? Uh, I hadn't raced with them before, and I don't think they'd raced together either. Um, mm-hmm. I met Cliff and Kate uh, uh, in 2015, um, right before their first main summer AR, um, at, at I think actually Rootstock's um, first like navigation-based um, event down in Pennsylvania. Um, and I've just connected with them a number of times at different races over the years, and Kit, uh, I think I actually met Kit for the first time that summer. Uh, I remember seeing her at the first main summer AR, but uh, but just seeing her at some at, at some different races, um, you know. And uh, it 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 seemed like we all get along really well. I know um, most of us are pretty easygoing, so yeah. There's less uh, there's less of that stress that someone's going to get an ego and get a little get a little. Uh, a little obnoxious during a longer race. 
Yeah. So when you guys decided to do C to C, do you do you actually you know sit down and have a conversation and say this is our goal or is that just kind of something you all you know you're like we're going to go hard and, and see what we can do? Yeah. Uh, the 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 goal was to do well, but mm-hmm. um, really the the plan for the race was just to 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 race our own race but to do it as fast as we could um to not really try to get bogged down by what other people were doing um which is a pretty common strategy i mean we did talk we had talked before um i forget who said it but someone had said i think we have a chance to win the race if everything breaks for us and uh it seemed like like in in adventure racing there's a lot of there's a lot of small strategic decisions that you make and Mm -hmm. nearly every decision we made was the correct one in that race. And when you add up a bunch of correct decisions, uh, things worked out really well. Was there, I was going to say, is is there one that you missed? uh, A decision decision that we missed that Wrong. Yeah, because it sounds like they um, were almost all right. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, let, let me th- like, I think of like the correct decision we made was uh, that TA four at what was it, uh, Noonan's Lake, where mm-hmm. you had like a paddle north, a, a like yeah. paddle of a trek north, a paddle of a trek south, and two O relays. Uh, we had been talking all day, and we decided the best strategy there was to. Uh, get the paddling done in the daylight so we could, or as much of daylight as we could, so we could try to sleep during the relay. So that was a decision that worked out really well for us. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of one that didn't work out well. Um, I mean, there was nothing big. We didn't have, I mean, I had a couple small navigation things, but those happened to everybody. That's not really a yeah. strategic decision. Yeah. Um, the and the thing that almost didn't work out well for us was the 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 bike incident where Cliff <laughs> blew a tire uh, yeah. right before the last bike stage of the race. Um, but really, I mean, like we we probably had a couple of of like small strategic things that could have gone better, like a couple of five minute things. But all the big things really kind of pointed directly in the right direction. Like we slept at at, at the perfect amount of time or at the perfect time for the perfect amount of time, um, which is probably the biggest thing in, in helping us on that, on that last day push through. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk sleep a little bit. Cause that's 72 hours seems to be the hardest, hardest race to plan sleep for. Did, well, you know, can you, do you go all the way? Can you go all the way? You can't sleep much. Did, you know, what was your strategy to, Going into the yeah, race, so uh, our strategy was our 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 pre thought process had always been let's let's not sleep the first night and mm-hmm. let's try to get good sleep at a TA on the second night and then see what happened moving forward. Uh, like maybe a nap on the third day, or maybe we just push through. Um, and the nature of the race, I, I'm, I'm, I was kind of familiar with it beforehand, but I, I hadn't mm. raced it. I hadn't really seen much um, about the specifics. But this this particular race, there were so many TAs and there were so many legs that we found ourselves really often 
at a spot where we could sleep if we needed to. Uh, and it mm-hmm. and it turned out that 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 second night was at a spot where there were plenty of, of amenities from Jeff and the race volunteers and the race staff, um, but also time the way the race was structured with that with that short little relay section to get different people sleep. Um, yeah. And we, I mean, you know, I I think I think Kit slept, you know, two three hours. I slept about an hour and a half. Cliff only slept like forty minutes. He barely slept. Um, he called himself our our uh, human sacrifice, <laughs> just to uh, no. to almost almost kill himself for the betterment of the team. Um, no. And then, well, by I the mean, time yeah, we were that's... moving on Saturday, yeah, I think no. we were tired, I... but yeah, we passed we we passed the AR Georgia team sometime in the morning, uh, probably like ten or eleven o'clock. Uh, and that was about all the motivation we needed to not sleep again. Yeah. Was, so you you was, had that adrenaline kept, uh, just that can last you for two, 24 hours almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, probably everybody hasn't heard but of the, the tire story. So. Oh, gosh. That. We are... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's it's almost comical how it how it happened because I think I was leading the pace line and Cliff might have been second, and and we're we're on the shoulder of a road. It's probably it's probably like nine o'clock at night. Um, you know, it's getting colder and I'm like calling out some stuff that I'm riding near and I think I yelled a pile of stuff backwards mm. as I swerved around some things and then uh. I, I I heard a commotion behind me, and you know I heard something about it, it was like a tack in the tire or a nail, and um, we were we were so close to the TA, we just we just kept on pushing forward, and as I'm kind of riding down the hill to the TA, I see Cliff carrying his bike, and Kit says the tire is not good, uh, so so we pull in and we 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 look at it, and this nail that's in the tire, it's not like a little roof, I mean it's like a it's like a three inch nail, I mean I've I don't know why that thing was on the side of the road or like the physics of how it got into the tire were amazing. Um, but it, 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 it went through it's, it's his rear tire. So it, it went through his tread. Um, the rim of the tire itself was damaged. The rim tape of the, of the wheel was messed up and it actually moved out the, I don't know what you call it, like the rim of the of the wheel, the point that it wouldn't see, uh, seat or seal anymore. So mm. uh, we were coming into a TA. There was a paddle leg. Uh, I, I think it was estimated at like 14, 15, 16 miles. But ended up being shorter than that. But we, um, what we ended up doing, we we realized the sealant wouldn't wouldn't hold this tire. So uh, we loaded up in the canoe and Kit, who was sitting in the middle seat, who's very capable with most bike repairs. She took the tire with her. So Cliff and I are paddling through this little windy, you know, river and Kit is fixing a tire in the middle seat. Um, and as we're and as we're going we can we can hear her growing frustration <laughs> as uh, as this tire would not work correctly. Um, I think part of the problem was the, the the spare tubes we had were old, um, 
and we had not replaced them for this racing season. So both of them either got holes uh, or they um, or they had holes in them. But anyway, this yeah. this this tire wouldn't seal. So we're paddling. You know, it's 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 ten o'clock at night. It's cold. Uh, it's the navigation was kind of tough. I'm trying to nav. I got a dying headlamp, and we're trying to find the. Uh, I think it was five, five CPs on this out and back river paddle, um, with a whole bunch of bike tools and a tire in the boat. Um, and at some point, we realized this thing's not going to work. We have to figure out what to do. Um, mm-hmm. We we talked about trying to find somebody who would give us a tire. Uh, and then we leave them with their tire. Uh, Cliff talked a couple times about pulling out large wads of money and pe- but in the end, we thought the best strategy be to try to get someone's bike. Uh, yeah, we had we had some fans. Uh, Kit's family was visiting, so uh, and following us for most of the race. So we knew that if we borrowed a bike we could get the bike back to the TA pretty much as soon as we finished. Um, yeah. And we finish, we, we finish the leg and we kind of go into, into action mode. And I found like, like 10 people standing by the bikes and the bins and the paddle bags. And I asked them and immediately someone said he would give us the bike. And then just as quickly his teammate walked over and said, you're not giving them the bike. <laughs> And wouldn't let him do it. So we yeah. we we asked around some more. I think Kit started trying to change the tire. We had a spare tire with us. Um, and at that moment, um, the the forty fifty ARP team rolled in, um, and we had been hoping to see them because we knew that they would be very uh, very open to helping us out. Yeah. Uh, and in a minute, all four all. Four of them offered the bike. They were trying to figure out which bike was the best bike for Cliff to ride, um, and we were off. They even volunteered to pack up our to pack up our bin so we could get out of there because we had we had kind of bled a lot of time uh, pulling into yeah. the TA and leaving the TA. And we knew we had a 25 minutes on AR Georgia with just one, you know, 20 plus mile bike ride left. So we didn't have that much to be playing around, but. Uh, yeah. Cliff ended up getting on Jim Murren's bike, which uh, we called a clown. Yeah. And, uh, and he rides, Cliff rides flat pedals, but there were SPDs on. I, he's riding in these running shoes on this bike the whole time. Uh, yeah. He's pushing, pushing hard to the finish, but it got us there. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a little nicer if, yeah, if they weren't all midgets on the, on the team. <laughs> Could have had a bike that fit him. No, I'm here. You hearing me? There's there's some weird beeping going on. No, it's probably. I think Paulette's cooking the dog's dinner. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. My internet. Yeah. No one's out. No one's out at, 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 at the at the restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your internet's getting tired because you've been on it all day. <laughs> so, um, so That's how much of a is, yeah. how much of a were were you in a panic or were you just like were you in control? 
uh, surprisingly in control. I would expect. I, I, I like to think I'm a pretty calm person, but at that point in that size of a race, uh, with with that kind of positioning up for grabs, uh, I was expecting myself to be a little more panicked. Um, but we were, you know, surprisingly calm about it uh, because even though we had talked about winning the race as a possibility, uh, I was I was really trying to temper our expectations during the race just to keep us kind of focused and not get ahead of ourselves. And we knew even if we had to completely take apart the bike and put it back together, we had hours and hours on the third place team. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been really unfortunate to get flat tired out of out of the win, but at the same time I yeah, I was I was I was shocked I was that calm. Um, and we all were, which was I guess a testament to kind of just being being in the same mindset, you know, being being focused on, on what the team needed. Yeah. Well and I tell me if I'm wrong, but you had that time in the boat that you were trying to fix it and kind of gradually maybe, you know, came to the conclusion you'd have to do something else. I mean, it might have been different if you came flying into the TA and had to leave in five minutes. Yeah. In your, um, so. I think that did have a big, a big, a big impact that we had kind of stopped and thought about it and knew that it was going to, uh, knew what it was going to take as far as fixing something. Had the, had the tire blown, had we picked up that nail leaving the TA, there would have been a lot yeah. more panic. Yeah. Which is a good lesson to learn is like, don't, don't panic. Yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Even if you don't have a, a paddle coming on you. Yeah. So. You're right. Yeah. Just try to try to try to stay calm is probably the best the best way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not there. not always the easiest, but no. You know, take a step back. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, what a segue! Let's take a step back. Yeah. <laughs> see see how good I am after four years, five years, whatever. <laughs> That um, was so, professionally done. <laughs> well, no, because a professional wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have said anything about it. <laughs> uh, uh, wouldn't have tooted like his that. own horn. But so, where did you where did you come from? Where did you get started? Um, what caused you to be this person? Uh, so I I absolutely never thought I would be doing this. Um, I uh, my. Uh, I've I've had a, a a racing teammate who I've raced with for years. His name's Kevin McIntyre, um, and Kevin and I met in college, and we um, we knew a guy who had done what was called an adventure race in the capital city of Pennsylvania, Harrisburg. Um, it was put on by the local YMCA, and what it, what it was was pretty much just like a marked course. Um, it involved like teams of teams of three biking, running, paddling, but it wasn't an adventure race. We didn't know that at the time, um, and we we knew a guy who had done who had done it. So Kevin reached out to me and um, a uh, third friend of ours, uh, this guy Jake, and we um, we did it. I think in like twenty the fall of twenty eleven, we did this race. Um, and it was, I mean, it was like two and a half. It was a three, I think like three and a quarter hours it took us. And I was like, I was on the verge of death. Um, even like two hours in, I couldn't, I couldn't see straight. My legs were seizing up. Um, I felt like I was going to die. Uh, and uh, it, you know, I think we, we, 
talked about doing that race again next year, but it ended up getting canceled. So we were looking around for stuff, and I found uh, I found uh, one of the gold sprint races uh, at Lake Nakamixon. I think it was April April of 2012. I did my first real adventure race. Kevin and I did it, um, and we did. It was it was unimpressive. Um, our our performance was unimpressive, I should say. Um, but we just, you know, slowly stuck with it. There was nothing. Uh, there was there was no like one one big break we had. We just slowly kind of ticked along and went from finishing, you know, like a third of the way down the field to about a quarter of the way down the field to finally finishing like third in the all male category and then. You know, finally started doing doing well enough to be top four or so in these in these different races, and it it took it took years of work. Um, and it's funny because the whole time we're doing this, I always thought the key was just to get in better shape, mm-hmm. to get better better fitness. But in reality, the key to us doing better was me learning how to navigate effectively, um, which <laughs> I. <laughs> I will. Sounds I will, simple. Yeah, it it sounds simple, and I will. I will sometimes look back at races that I did. Um, like I'll look back on a map and I'll think, I can't believe I got us through this race effectively. Um, thinking how how like uh, how deficient my navigation was when we started. Um, but that's where I've spent. That's that's where I've spent most of my effort um, after I got a strong base. Uh, for the physical side of it, just figuring out how to effectively navigate. So, so what's the secret? Just lots of navigation, lots of events. Yeah, well, I guess over 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 the time of doing a ton of events, I've I've learned a couple of small things. But like, if someone were to ask me tips for navigating, it it would come down to you have to navigate. You have yeah. to have a map in your hand and practice a lot. I mean, like, like I learned over time, you know, that I spend, I spend probably 80% of a race looking at the map now, um, hmm. which is a ton. Uh, yeah. like, like I'm staring at the thing the entire time I'm biking. Um, I don't, uh, like, like, like people will wear a map case that has like a strap on it so they can wrap it around their neck. But yeah, like I, I physically hold the map in my hand the entire race, so I'm always looking at it. And that that might be the biggest thing is that I just I obsess over it. Like I will I will obsess over every turn in the trail um, to the point that my teammates complain about it sometimes. But well, just, not when they're not lost, they don't, do they? Uh, no, <laughs> not not well, usually. Yeah. So was there a point where it clicked? I mean, were you out one day or racing one day, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, this, yeah, I, this is how you do it. Now I just have to do it. Yeah, I, yes. So, like, there was—I don't think there was a point where my racing went from being okay to being good or better than good or wherever it is now. Mm-hmm. But there was a point where my navigation turned. Um, I think it was. Let's see. The fall of 2017, I was getting ready for my first nationals, which was the nationals in Pennsylvania and the Poconos. Um, 
and I had gone up. Uh, yeah, the Nationals was uh, at uh, Split Rock at uh, Lake Harmony, and uh, I went uh, to uh, an, an O-meet. Uh, DVOA, the local orienteering club, had an O-meet at Hickory Run, uh, which was right near Lake Harmony, maybe three weeks prior to Nationals, two weeks prior to Nationals. And I went up there, I was confident, I grabbed the blue course map, you know, the biggest map they had, and it was, uh, to say it was an embarrassment is to be kind to me, it was atrocious. It took me more than three hours, uh, I think I think three and a half hours to get through this course. Um, it was terrible. Uh, and I finished and I, 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 I finished and I thought to myself, this Nationals race is going to go really bad if I do this again. Uh, and we got two nationals, you know, the race kind of flowed well for us, and we got to this night orienteering section, and I grabbed the map, and it was like, the the best way to describe it was like, it's like I grabbed the answer key to the test. Like, wow. something, like something just clicked, and I was like, oh, we're just going to walk through this section, and we kicked off CPs for, you know, five plus hours, and Bizarrely, ever since then, I've been you know twice as confident as I ever was on the map. But it took a disastrous orienteering meet to slow down and become better. Huh. So, when you're looking at it, are you? And I've told this a bunch of times, but very occasionally when I'm out, you know, and I used to carry a map all the time. But once in a while, I would look at the map. And look at the train, and they were exactly the same. Like, like when you're looking out at the train, you're looking at the map. When you're looking at the map, you're seeing yeah what's around you. It it is that how it works for you? Uh, sometimes. Uh, okay. one, as I've as I've like grown as a navigator, I do um, I do navigate a little differently now than I did even like a year or so ago, but uh. There are times when I will see that in the map. Often I like, like in my mind, I picture things. I picture things from a bird's eye view, and not so mm-hmm. much on the ground. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, like, like I do try to 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 keep maps a little more oriented now. But I I would guess that if if you if you had like a view from my eyes of how I hold a map as compared to how most navigators hold it, I hold mine north south probably a lot more than most people. Okay. Like I like I just I just hold the map right side up. Um, yeah. And I don't know why that is. It's 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 a little funny. Yeah, that's what works for you. I I can't I can't do that. I can't do that on Google Maps. <laughs> I have to go in the direction to travel, no, you or gotta, you got to turn yours. Yeah. So, um, what what do you do when you get lost? I mean, how do you say it again? How do you how do you, what do you do when you get lost? Quotation marks because we know you never get lost. But ah, when you when you know you've made a mistake, point. how do you, how does it come to you, and how do you get out of it? Um, I. I have no shame in going backwards. Okay. Uh, so I raced with a couple of guys this past summer, and at the and I did all the navigation for them. I had never raced with them before. And at the end of the race, um, one guy said to me that he was really impressed with my 
d- disaster mitigation, uh, <laughs> meaning that uh, yeah. one of the goals was to never get anywhere close to loss. And that's part of the thing, like staring at the map all the time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anytime I get, I get lost or, or I don't know where I am, I will, I'll, I have no shame in backing up and going back yeah. to something I know that is correct or, um, yeah. you know, shooting for some crazy backstop like a highway that I'm not yeah. going to miss. Um, yeah. <laughs> I try to not have it come to that, but well, it does. It happens. Yeah. So, um, you, let's use C2C as an example. How much of that course could you describe that you actually saw? Any of it? Sorry, say it again. Sorry, my, my internet is terrible right now. Yeah. yeah. No, how much how much of the course at C2C could you describe that you actually saw and, and, uh, and uh, made an impression on you as opposed to looking at the map? Yeah. That's funny. I could describe I could I could describe the entire course to you, but okay. like eighty plus percent of that is is me describing it by thinking about the map in my head. Yeah. Not what you've seen. No, yeah. yeah. I mean I yeah. yeah. I can I can remember some there was something about a lake, uh, and some trails, but that's uh, a lot of it was <laughs> just watching almost 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 like watching like a GPS, watching myself move on a map, never looking up. Yeah. Yeah. It was my teammates' job <laughs> that, to look up and enjoy the scenery. That's true. They're like, did you see the alligator? And you're like, I didn't even see the swamp. No, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you go back? Can you go back to races and, and, and uh, do that? Like walk yourself through it? Yeah. Like, I could probably I could go through, yeah. I I remembered, you know, probably seventy five percent of the details of every race I've done. Um, just get yeah. stuck in my head. Yeah. Well, I've um, somewhere in the last year that's become my my counting sheep when I can't sleep is go back and walk through races, and I'm and I can describe almost every single race I've done except. The untamed New Englands, they're all they're all one big jumble. For some reason, yeah, I can remember all the spots, but I can't remember what years they were. <laughs> so, so people, you have something to look forward to in your old age. All you'll remember is races. Yeah, can yeah. I just I've got this like running rolodex in my head. My my wife can't stand it, but you know, be like ah, oh, at the uh, at the uh, twenty. You know, seventeen, uh, two rivers. This, this, that happened, and she's like, "I, why do you remember that?" Yeah, you you can't remember our anniversary, but you can remember that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it's because your anniversary comes every year. Yeah, exactly. It's not only special one. anymore. Yeah. yeah. So each race only happens once. So this is um, a little off off topic not off topic but out of nowhere are there people because there's a lot of races well technically normally a lot of races in the northeast and the east and i and i look at some of them and and there's all these people i don't know are there like really 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 good racers that most of us don't know 
that you're racing against? Uh, I think so. I think there's a lot. I think there's 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 this this strange area of the country where there's racing. Yeah. So, so are they just like they just doing their little thing and like people whose whose names you might not recognize or whose faces yeah. you haven't seen, but who uh who are really competitive on this level. Maybe not as much in the last year as the number of longer races has kind of thinned out, but um, mm-hmm. it's it's like a comp- it's a pretty competitive scene. Um, I don't know if like if I think about races now, like I've never raced on the West Coast. I feel like there are a lot of teams out there who most people in my part of the country have never heard of, but who are yeah. really competitive. Um, yeah. But there are definitely people well, out here. Yeah, and, and part of what that brought me up is um, somebody that I'm talking to right now is the number one racer on the ARC individual racer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which you're probably going to hold that for a little while. But then I'm looking at like, um, you know, like maybe even, hang on just a second. I had a bird come into the room, <laughs> but um, yeah, like in the top twenty, there's like all these people that I've never heard of. So it's yeah. like there's a lot of races yeah, out there that we don't know that. That is yeah. No, that's that's, yeah. that's actually actually pretty pretty true. I was uh. I was surprised when I saw that. I, uh, yeah. I thought my wife was going to be mad that then I did two racing that I was at the top of the list. But she seemed so, as impressed well, you, as I did. So. Yeah, I mean, you actually only did seven races. So, I mean, that's not very many. So I still have. Okay, I thought I. I think I, I think I lost it. My Wi-Fi is on the fritz now. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let, I just got a couple more questions. Let me just hang up and I'll call yeah. you back. That. Did you yeah. hear me? Okay. Do I have you again? I got you. Yep. Oop. There you are. Now, let me see. If I'm hearing you. Any better here? No, you can hear. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. hearing you. Basically, sitting with the wireless yep. router now. So, <laughs> so well, that used to be me here when we were on the cell. So, I'm glad it's not me all the time now. But um, yeah, so we'll wrap it up because you've had a long day anyway. Um, yeah. So, um, I, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna ask this. What I hate asking, but he, what's your what's Ooh. your bucket? Race. Bucket race. Um, 
something I could be. I mean, I, probably God Zone, which I'm sure is a pretty common answer you okay. get. Okay. Uh, it I is, guess, but not if you're from New I guess Zealand. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's to them, true. it's just a race. But uh, yeah, that'd be. I uh, I just yeah. my so. my kids at school know that I that I race, and I just I had a kid go on vacation to New Zealand um, in January, and before she left, she said, "I hear I hear that it's really good for adventure racing down there." I said, uh, "Yeah, you have no idea." Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, that's cool. So, do your do your um, students are they interested? Some or some do they just suck up to you? Most uh, <laughs> some are some are interested. Some ignore, <laughs> and most are disgusted by the idea that I would exercise voluntarily for that long. Um, like when my coworkers <laughs> found out there was there are a couple who say things like. I just want to clarify that you paid to do this. I was like, yeah, you're like, this was this was voluntary. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I wouldn't drive that's, my car that's across kind of Florida. What <laughs> yeah. But you've got enough. I mean, you got teammates. You've got lots of races around there. So you you probably. Always have somebody oh, that yeah. you can pour with stories, right? And if they don't want to hear them, they hear them anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to hear them anyway. So, but um, so cool. What else? Uh, Anything else we didn't talk about? Yeah, we got virus, virus. We got virus racing. We got racing. history. Virus seems like the biggest thing right now. I uh, I talk about yeah. my upcoming races, but I'm not, I don't know what's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can, I'm not going to say, well, what's coming be, up next for you? Because none of us know, right? Uh, it might be the C to C next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> well, it could know, be. Yeah. Well, and then we got the new one, the five yeah, for five. Sounds like an experience. Five and five. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got, you know, yeah, tons of stuff that's been canceled. And it's like, you know, we talked about going to... Uh, to Norway oh, to do a swim run, Paulette doing an. Okay. Well, it's not till August. So, you know, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we'll see. And of course, all the local. So far, all the local races, you know, mountain bike races and trail runs and stuff are still good here. So. Yeah. Knock wood. There, that's me knocking wood, but. So. But probably means we won't get to chat until C to C. Yeah, a long time from now. <laughs> truth, if the truth is told, right? Yeah, it'll be a while. <laughs> yeah, but just remember, next thing you know, we're, you'll turn around and you're like, "Geez, I need to start know, packing yeah. to go." That is the one good thing. Uh, so, but, okay, well, there's yeah. not much snow. It's still daylight. I got a bird and a dog that wants to well, go for a hike. Thanks, Randy. And you got to teach tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks. To it was great. That's fun. Okay. Yep, see ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
devil say what you will I done made the devil a deal He made me pretty, he made me smart And I'm gonna break me a million hearts I'm hell on his, baby I'm coming for you This diamond ring on my hands The only good thing that came from that man Got a GTO one named Joe And a big piece of land down in Mexico I'm hell on his baby I'm coming for you I got a pink guitar Lincoln Town car From old what's his name I met in a bar Got a Sugar Daddy, I'm coming for 